0: Ah, close to retirement, or retired already. Time to live the good life, right? Well, you're no longer earning money. You're now withdrawing money each month. And your broker is also withdrawing each month from your account as much as 2 to 3%. And if the market drops, your broker continues to withdraw. Wait a minute. How do we navigate these challenges? That's why to tune in to the Total Financial Hour with host Eric Hallaby, Sundays at 11 a.m. Learn about your financial power on the Total Financial Hour, Sundays at 11 a.m. On AM 870, The Answer. Financial security will help you live the life you dream. Learn about financial power, the Total Financial Hour. Now, higher income strategies. Learn from Arif Halaby. Learn about.
1: Welcome to the show, the Total Financial Hour. I'm Arif Halaby. Hey, thanks for being with me. We talk about your family's finances, of course, every day this time we're talking about getting out of debt managing money planning for retirement you know i kind of chuckle a little bit because when we say getting out of debt a lot of you had a plan things were great we were on track and then of course the reaction to covid and i want to encourage you whether you decide to, to call it the wuhan flu or the chinese virus or or whatever you might call it the reaction is what caused all the financial problems in this country the reaction the response to COVID, So I want to encourage you, to say, instead of saying, you know, the old COVID ate my homework, because so many, so many of you are using it as an excuse. So many people do. Oh, well, your order it would be delivered except, uh, you know, COVID, uh, 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 the pandemic. <laughs> okay. How about the reaction to COVID or the reaction to the Chinese flu? I, I think that's what we should focus on. But anyway, we're seeing everything under the sun blamed on it. And what do we see? Well, that was the reason that we flooded the system with money. When you flood the system with money, whether it be banks or credit unions or, you know, a $1,400 check, you know, you've got to realize that these dollars don't just come from air. It's not as if the government said, well, we're going to sell one of our national parks. We're going to raise money, and then we're going to take those funds, and we're going to put it into the system. That's not how it works. They don't say, oh, we're going to make 16 more widgets and create a sale of something, and then turn around and sell it. The government just says, hey, Louie, Louie, turn on the press. Start printing more. 24-7, yeah, just make that go. And all of a sudden, the machine just doesn't stop printing 20s and 100s. So, uh, listen, I, I think there's going to be problems. We're already seeing it. right? We're getting five plus per, 5% plus inflation. When President Trump was in control, we were getting two, one and a half, two percent inflation, and yet at the same time, three and a half, four percent growth. Now, what that shows you is that the economy, there's room to expand. In other words, think of it like a bottle of water. There's room to add more to it. And that's important. You know that because it tells you what's possible, what's capable. Because that is going to turn around and impact your retirement. Our number is 888 retire That's 888-997-3847. And you can reach us anywhere with that number. I want to encourage you to give us a call because part of what happens is an individual approach. I mean, maybe we can help you. I don't know if we can. If we can, we'll let you know. Usually it takes me about 15 minutes or so. I can say, yes, I can make a difference or no, I can't. Yes, I can help you. I had one last week. She came in I don't know, it was probably seven or, or or less than 10 minutes. And I said, okay, I like what you have. I wouldn't make any changes. Well, are you sure I really want to do something with you? You know, I was referred to you by my sister. I, I said, well, I think you're fine. I wouldn't make any changes. And I think that honesty is refreshing. It's clear that somebody else is not always thinking the same. I, I don't think everybody has that same sense of, Right and wrong. And I think we can do it for a lot of reasons. One of those is 25 years in, in business. You, you know, having a, a wide base of clients and and revenue for our firm. I mean, look, my staff wants to get paid my electric bill. But you have to always do what's right. We're seeing this now with uh, a fairly well-known person, right? Quote, retiring. But in fact, the Securities Exchange Commission is indicted them. So they say, Oh, I'm retiring. I'm passing it on to my family members. I think you have to be careful. There's a lot of Ponzi schemes out there. There's a lot of, uh, listen, I'm not saying any financial person or or specifically this one that I'm talking to is uh, talking about is a bad guy. I don't think so at all. In fact, I think he's a good guy. I just think his judgment, his lack of wisdom, and believe it or not, his lack of research ability I don't know maybe some of you have lost hundreds of thousands of dollars in Woodbridge or first global capital 1gc well just to let you know the SEC is coming down hard and here's the way it works just to give you a general idea the Securities Exchange Commission or FINRA depending on who's licensed this particular person or agency they come in they do an investigation and there's an FBI agent that's assigned The FBI agent kind of oversees. Sometimes it's multiple agents. In this case, there are multiple agents, because this is such a huge Ponzi scheme, well over a billion, some say closer to $2 billion. It's been run for at least 15 years. So as the the FBI involves themselves, they're kind of doing a concurrent investigation to see, was there a criminal component? Was there um, intent to scam people? Or was it something like a just a mistake or, or an error? So I think you need to see this because part of the challenge, as you and I kind of go through life, you've got to look to see multiple sources of income for you. And I know it's tempting I know a lot of you are looking into the economy and saying, with inflation doing what it's doing, I need to make more money, not just today, but in the future. I know a lot of you are looking and saying, well, you know, the banks are giving me 0.07%, so i got to find a better interest rate there. And many of you are trying to figure out a way to, to increase your safe money interest rates. I get it. So it's tempting to go down the road of some of these Ponzi schemes. I get it. Listen, you don't know their Ponzi schemes. And in some cases, guys, I want to tell you, I don't think some of the agents know. Right? There's some bad guys out there. But but look, when they came to me, not once, but twice over the last, I don't know, probably six, seven years now, once and then about two years later, they came back again and they said, hey, Eric, this is a great product. You should offer it to your clients. I said, great. Let me see it. I'm, I'm always interested in hearing what's going on. Yeah, let, let's see it. They pull it out. I take a look at it. They tell me the details, right? There's some technical stuff like in any any practice. And I used a very special tool to determine that something was wrong. I didn't know what. I wasn't going to spend my time investigating something I wasn't going to offer to clients. I didn't know anything about this. But what I did is I pulled out this tool. Today, I think all of you have one. It's called a calculator. I pulled out my calculator and I did the math. I said, okay, you're telling us this is what they're paying the client. This is how they're investing the money. You know, one, two divided by, uh, um, this can't work. Oh yeah, Erev, it can work. I said, well, how is this supposed to work? It doesn't make sense. The math isn't there. You can't feel math. They said, well, we have a proprietary system. Our program is very unique. And we have, you know, the 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 magic in the system, you know, we can't tell you about it. Really? All right, well, I'll tell you what. I'm not interested in learning your magic because something is wrong here. I don't know what. But we're not interested in offering this to our client. Meaning, look, if, if I can find it, any financial professional with a calculator and a few minutes and a little less greed could have probably figured it out and said, you know, this isn't right for me or my clients. Just isn't. So kind of keep your eyes open. If you have received letters from the Securities Exchange Commission or the FBI, the SEC, maybe the federal courts, there are some of you out there, I know because you've come to my office, who have worked with this particular person. And because now he's been indicted, right? And there's a lot of them. Listen, there's there's probably hundreds of agents across this country. And at least uh, the the SEC has done a filed an action. I don't know if it's an official indictment or what, but I, I think you need to. Th- that's probably the next step, right? Everybody's terminating the men and women that that sold this, and they're kind of getting struggling, and, and it's a tough time right now. It depends. If it was a guy who sold one or two, fine. If if it's a person who sold millions, five, six million, I, I think that's a problem. So keep in mind that there's. What do the guys do? Well, they often change the name of their firm. Okay, so that's a big thing that they do. They go along and they say, "Well, uh, we're going to change the name of our company." So they go from one name to another to try to escape some of the some of the issues. So this is this is uh, dated from July of 2017 to July of 2018. Right. So served as First Global Capital. So it's an injunction for relief, which it basically is the next step that leads to indictment, which leads to uh, termination and potentially going to jail. I mean, I don't know. Maybe not. But I think you guys have to kind of keep in mind if you are a victim of First Global Capital or Woodbridge, reach out to your attorneys, reach out to some folks. That are involved. You probably got something in the mail from class action lawsuits against all sorts of people, and see what you can do to start getting some of your money back. Um, I don't know. Don't don't expect to get it all back. Don't don't even expect maybe half. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. But you have to take action. There's some things you might have to do. Okay, and this is a sad time because we had we had people who lost two hundred, four hundred thousand. I mean, this is such a Look, if you have 10 million dollars and you lost 50,000, it still stinks, no question. It's 50,000. I get it. But it's not the end of the world. It doesn't change your financial life. It doesn't make a difference so much. If you had 10 million and you lost 50,000, I get it. Still stinks. I understand. But here's the problem. The problem is when you have five hundred thousand and you invested four hundred, thinking this was just as liquid and safe, because that's the way it was represented to you, as a savings or a checking account at a credit union or, a, or a bank or something. That that's a problem. So this is an, an issue that that you guys want to stay on top of. Okay, you probably received some things in the mail. Um, you're going to receive. If you haven't, you will soon enough. And, and these are folks all across the country, from Florida to, to Michigan to, to Louisiana to California to Utah, to I mean, everywhere. These, the scam perpetrated itself for quite a long time, and there's different ones. There's Woodbridge. There's First Global Capital. There's a few different names. They, there's some overlap in ownership or, or design, uh, but in many cases, uh, the, the agents you know, will sell one or the other, right? Keep your eyes. So how do you know? How do you know the next time one of these comes tra- traipsing across your, even if it's a good financial advisor, right? Even if it's a financial professional who's an honest, been in the family, been in the service, uh, you know, before, been in the practice of financial services for years. How do you know that this person, well, I, I think there's a couple of ways. First of all, I want you to, to always ask, what's the catch? What's the catch? Everything has a catch. Every financial prop, mutual funds have a catch. Stocks have a catch. Options, annuities, savings accounts. You have to look at them. And then you say, I'll tell you what. Do you think this is a good deal? How do I find out? How are they investing the money? What's the drawbacks? Then what you do is you look to see, are the drawbacks Okay. You know for example a savings account you can access it go swipe your atm card it's there any time what's the drawback a very low interest rate Okay that's all right i i'm all right giving up interest rates to get an access to the funds at the swipe of a of a credit card or a debit card You follow me so what are the catches The next i want you to ask yourself is when how long Have this been around? Has this been around? When did this get started? Whatever the financial product is. And be careful when they say, this is only for special people. Because part of the scam world is to say, not everybody is eligible. You are one of the select few. And because of XYZ, you are the person who has been selected, chosen, chosen, to have a chance to invest in this particular product, right? That's how Madoff did it. He did it where people literally were coming to him, begging for him to take their money because he was getting such phony high rates of return. People didn't know they were phony. And he said, well, it's only for special people. You have to be friends of Bernie. Okay. Well, sure enough, friends of Bernie. And then, oh, but I'm not a friend, but I'm a friend of a friend. Please take my money. All right, (laughs) people, I'm sad, sad. It was life savings. And in the case of Bernie Madoff, there were layers of people, right? A financial professional who worked for a big firm out of New York and then would invest through this other firm, which would invest through this hedge fund, which would invest with Bernie. So sometimes there were layers of people, mostly honest people in, in the middle there. So that's the the idea, right? So always ask, is it too good to be true? And there's really three things that matter when you're looking at your money. You pick two of them, and I will tell you where to put it. Because a lot of people say, I want everything, right? I want the perfect financial product. I want the perfect investment. Well, here are three different things that you can choose two of them. Pick two. I'll tell you where it goes. Ready? I'll get you a chance to to grab a pen. You select two of these three ideas. Doesn't matter the two. There's a place for it. And we can tell you where it goes. Here's the important part of this, right? When you're looking at where do I put my money? How do I save my money? You have to ask yourself, what's coming down the road, right? The Biden administration has zero clue. Not a little bit. Zero clue. And I'm going to tell you, look, if Susan Rice, Valerie Jarrett, and President Obama, first time in the history of the United States, what was it, 45, 46 presidents now, we've never had a president move down the street from the White House the day he leaves the office. They have left. They've gone back to Virginia or Tennessee or Kentucky or California or Arizona. When a president leaves office, they go, they move, they're done. Why did Obama move down the street? Why did he put in a skiff? Right? There's reports that he has that uh, secret room, you know, the one that uh we use in, in in the White House and in other places in this country when you want to talk about secret stuff and not have anybody, any agency, period, the Russians, the Americans, anybody tap into it. Why is there one of those in his house? No other president has that. Cuz the other presidents go golfing or charity or something build houses for for homeless people, right? Wasn't it interesting? People say that's where the government was being operated. The attack at least on the president of uh, the United States, President Trump, right? This ongoing attack, this ability to try to undermine Kavanaugh or Amy Coney Barrett, right? The the presidential selections. What was that happening? Why was that all about? And everybody else was just you know, drinking their latte, going down the street. And here he is tapping those second and third layer of, of civil servants that were undermining both the president and the mission of the United States at the time, right? And so now Biden walks down the street. He just thinks about himself. Du-du-du. Hey, everybody. There's reports he keeps making a direction, you know, a left turn into the vice president's office on many occasions when he goes to work as opposed to his his own office, the Oval Office, right? There's reports that he's he's lucid maybe three, five hours a day. That's about it. Listen to him speak publicly, extemporaneously. He can't do it. Can't do it. And let's be clear. You understand that America's enemies are paying attention, especially when you have a general go before Congress and start talking about his wokeness and his whiteness. Yeah, are you kidding me? We just got done turning in the entire United States into a place where race was secondary and your efforts and your merit were primary. Prove it, Eric. Oh, OK. Called uh, President Obama. Right. The first black looking president we've ever had. Right. He's a biracial president in many corners of the world, uh, certainly of the racist United States in the past. That was worse than being black or white. And yet we as an America, uh, as Americans, North, South, East, West, red, blue states, not once but twice elected a black looking president. That's a big deal, guys. I think you need to understand, right? The fight for racial whatever was over, right? It began with uh, Thorogood Marshall, I can't say that this morning. Thurgood Marshall. And why did that make a difference? It's simple. Because Thurgood Marshall was a black president. uh, Sorry, a black uh, Supreme Court justice. You had uh, Clarence Thomas. You had uh, the uh, uh, different Condoleezza Rice, female black, national security advisor, then secretary of state. You had secretary of defense, Colin Powell. And do you understand most of those almost all of those are under the Republican Party? None of those folks would be elected today. In fact, why is it that you have upper middle class white kids rioting and playing the Antifa game right destroying things because they're socialist? They have nothing to do about race it's the It's the tool of the day. It's their mechanism to undermine the United States once the fight was over. And I don't mean completely over. I don't mean everybody's not. Of course you're going to find racist pigs somewhere. Of course. It's called America. It's called a melting pot. You're going to find them in Japan. You're going to find them in Australia. Very homogeneous societies. Ireland. What's the difference? Of course, they're human beings. But as a society. Right? In 1968, I was delivered by a black doctor. That's... (laughs) That was my mom's physician, OBGYN. It's not like it was yesterday, guys. And yet we came so far. And when the fight was over and suddenly it didn't give the left the power they wanted, they had to create a problem. That's what they did. And they're going to use your money to do it. They're going to, you are the one with the money, by the way. Do you understand that? Right. If you're retired, if you if you've paid off your bills, if your home is paid off, you have savings, you have checking, you have a consistent source of income. You got to ask yourself, uh, what, can you tell me? Um, does the twenty-nine year old with two little kids? Um, how about the husband wife that are twenty-five and are still in college? Do they have any money? Thirty-five year old. Does he have any money? Forty-year-old single lady, school teacher. Does she? Of course not. So who do you think they're going to get to pay for all this mess? Well, it's very simple. It's you. It's retirees. It's people that are, uh, look, we have to convince you that you're bad, first of all. And you have to look in the mirror and go, wow, I didn't realize for all these years I was a bad guy. Right? And and all it takes is one of these scams to come along and undermine your money. And at the same time, the government taxes the daylights out of you. So there's a lot of these problems coming down the road, guys. I want to share with you after the break, you're going to pick two. And when you select two, I'm going to tell you kind of where you can go. What the right place for financial products. Because a lot of people will come to me and say, I want the moon, the sun, the stars, and I want it all in a package. I never want to pay any fees or any cost at all. And I want safety and, and, and listen, it's not going to happen. You have to have some money. For emergencies. You have to have some money for risk. You have to have some money for safety. That's what you do. And by doing all of that, you can have a chance to retire, to live a comfortable life. Here's our phone number again. Triple eight ninety nine retire eight 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 nine nine seven three eight four seven. It'll give you a chance to reach out to us. If we can help you, it'd be my pleasure. It's in fact an honor. Because I understand, listen, we have eight uh, employees, good people, but we understand what the the cost and the risk is by getting it wrong. So we're very safe. We're very cautious. We're not going to take those kind of chances. You want to go out and swing for the fence. You want to go out and, you know, climb the side of a mountain and you want to go and, and uh, you know, swim with sharks. You can do all of those things. We won't do that with your money. It's just not what we're going to do. All right. Because we are just, I don't know, we have a different mindset when it comes to that. We'll be back after the break here. Give me a call, 888-899-RETIRE. That's 888-997-3847. I'm Arif Halaby. This is the Total Financial Hour, and your place for news, talk, and information. We'll be right back. Now higher income strategy Learn from Arif Halaby
0: Learn about financial power The Total Financial financial security will help you live the life you dream learn about financial power the total financial hour now higher income strategy learn from arab halabi
1: hey welcome back to the show thanks for staying with me i'm arab halabi the total financial hour we talk about your place for news talk and information this is it learning about your finances i think you should always spend a little time maybe it's every week i don't know if it's every day but certainly every week learning a little bit about your finances i'll tell you about some some clients that i think get a little bit over uh i don't know i don't say over involved if there is such a thing but when your money is in a cd or a savings account and you spend quite a bit of time every week that's all that's where it is there's no no fluctuation it's not like what is it what's the value today it's, there's no question and every week they write it down longhand in a ledger uh and how much more is there you know 18 cents in interest or whatever it might be maybe it's five dollars but uh you know that's if that's your thing go for it but sometimes people get a little bit too much involved in in the day-to-day where they uh Where there's no risk. In other words, it's not going to change. There's no change in the market. Because for you, that's where we're spending the money. I think you have to look at many different places to put your money, depending on the job of your money. You need to look at this. Because I don't want you thinking, look, uh, let me use a good story. If I call you up and I say, hey, Joe, do me a favor can you swing by? I need your help. You go, sure. And you come by the house and you bring your little sports car, your little two seater sports car. And I go, oh, Joe, I needed your help moving boxes to the storage unit. We can take one box at a time. You said, well, Eric, you didn't tell me what the job was. You just said you needed help. Ah, okay. And then two weeks later, I call you up and go, Hey Joe, can you come by? I need your help. And you bring the slow 1972 pickup. Now it's a big one, but it's a 1972 pickup. I said, Joe, I needed you to bring the sports car. I had to get to Vegas very quick. I had to get there at an emergency. Ah, you didn't say the job, Arif. You just said to come over. So when you say, hey, Arif, I want to put my money, I want to save, I want to do, what's the job of the money? Is it income? Is it safety? Is it protection? Is it growth? Are we trying to do something with it? Does it have a job in six months or six years? Right? Is it for your child's college? Is it for a new roof on the house? You understand? How I know when people are not really clear on this, I say, so what do you want this money to do? Well, I want it to grow. Well, of course, it's like saying, you know, I want to be good looking. It's very subjective. And what does that mean? Good looking, of course. So you have to ask yourself, what is the job of my money? Okay, ready for this? Here are the three things. Number one is safety. Safety and protection of the principal. Is that important for this money? Not all of your money, but maybe this this bucket, these dollars. Number two, high rates of return. I need to get these dollars to make very high rates of return. Here's an example. I need these dollars to be able to replace a substantial amount of income in a very short period of time. Let's say you have $100,000, and in four years, I need this money to create $5,000 a month in income for the rest of my life. Now, I'm going to tell you, number one, that can't happen with what you have or with anything that I can do for you. So you hear this, and you see it, and you go, well, then the chance, the only chance I have is to go and put it on red at the casino, or to try to double it down at the, at the track or something. Because you're going to be out of money in a year and a half or, or two anyway. Number one. Or number two is you're going to be out of money in 15 minutes anyway. So in either case, the goal that you want, the money, is very, it's very difficult to do that for that job. That's safety. That's protection of principle. High rates of return, right? You've heard me say that. Now what's the third one? Liquidity. Or access to the money. Or if I need to be able to access all of this money, or at least, I don't know, half, a big percentage of it, at any time, at the drop of a hat, within a day or two or three, transferring it to my account, or you know a week with uh, with filling out forms and whatever. I need to be able to access this rather quickly. And that makes a big difference. Because if you need liquidity... Then nobody on the other side, where you put the money, it's not going to have a chance to invest it. It's not going to have a chance to grow. It's not going to have a chance to go somewhere and make a greater amount of money. Right? It just can't do that. Okay. So if you choose safety and you choose, well, let me back up. I've got it in a particular order here. If you choose high rates of return and liquidity, in other words, you want to make a lot of money and you want access to it. And you're okay if you lose some or all of the principal. You're okay if it takes maybe a year, two, or three or longer to make your money back before you start making any real growth. But you're, you you want to swing hard, high rates of return, and you want 100% access to the money. Then we say mutual funds, ETFs, right, exchange-traded funds, that's the place to go if that's what, what you want this money to do. Okay, number two. I want safety, but I also want liquidity. I want to be able to access the money right now. I don't want to lose it, and I want it available tomorrow, tonight, within a week. Access. That's a savings account. Checking account, CD. I recommend credit unions over banks. Why? Well, very simple, because in credit union land, you usually get paid a higher interest rate. Not a whole lot more, but you do get paid a little bit more. And generally, if it's a community bank, I'm happy. I like community banks. But the larger banks, nobody really cares about you. (laughs) The larger banks, nobody knows your name. You walk in, you're like, hey, where'd Mary go? Well, she was transferred to the downtown branch. Oh, okay. Up north. Oh, got it. Okay. Right? In the smaller world, in the credit union world, in the community bank world, they tend to know their customers a little bit more, and they care about you. Okay? So that's important. But a savings account? It's still not going to get you really high rates of return. That's not its job, but it is protection of principle. Up to 250,000 is the current FDIC and NCUA, which is the National Credit Union Association. It acts the same as the FDIC, except of course, it's for credit unions, right? So there's a protection and that's each account. 250,000 access it tomorrow go in swipe your card et cetera. okay how about the third one safety so protecting the principal and higher rates of return now remember if you safety it's kind of like dry, driving with your foot on the brake a little bit we're going to have to we're not going to get high rates of return we can't just run around and say give me the biggest numbers you have but we can earn higher higher than a bank we can earn better even better than a a credit union. So what are we looking at? Well, it's called a fixed indexed annuity. It's right for some or part of your money, the money that has a job to protect the principal and all of the interest, meaning every year you earn interest, the market goes up, that locks it in. If that is what you want for some or part of your money, that's what we do. Simple, right? If not, that's okay too. You're going to always learn something. Right? I've spent 25 years, 10 years as a trader and an investor. And then another 10 years as a guy who did it for our clients. Actually, probably more than that. Uh, nice. uh, yeah, probably 12 years, something like that. And now our job, our focus is safety. It's protecting your principal. It's getting some or part of your money in a place where we don't go backwards. And, and folks, I'll tell you, look, when the market went backwards in 2000, And I had to sit with you and say, oh, by the way, you lost money, but don't worry, I didn't. (laughs) You lost money. Oh, but don't worry, your financial professional, you know, he still gets a fee. I love it when some of these commercials on TV, you make money when we make money. We make money when you make money. Listen, you always, when the client loses money... The financial firms still charge a fee that you have to ask yourself that and say, why is my broker who never worked for this money, who never sacrificed, who never missed Christmas Eve, or mom's birthday, daughter's recital, whatever, right? When you worked overtime to pay your bills, when you tried the best to provide for your family, when you took a part of your money and sacrificed and your broker's at the golf course or, you know, Wednesday is golf day, of course, but, uh, your money's at risk, your money's in the market, and nobody else is paying attention to it because, oh, well, we have a proprietary, remember, proprietary system where we take all of your funds, we mix it up into this systematic way of allocating the situation and, you know, they use big word, you think it's Jesse Jackson giving a speech. Like, wait, broker, did you go to a rhyming school? The allocation situation of the, uh, right? You're like, wow. It was very entertaining, in fact, to listen to Jesse Jackson. I loved his, his speech because um, I was actually taking speech at the time in high school and in college. And it was fascinating to watch the way he could communicate using rhymes. And he had to be quick on his feet. I don't know how quickly, uh, you know, how much back then he practiced, but he certainly was quick. And you start looking at your broker and you're thinking, what the heck? Right. Ask yourself this, do you, uh, listen, remember I said, I think you should have some money at risk. Arif, should I buy gold? Do you want to buy gold? Well, yeah, I'm thinking about gold or so. Go for it, then buy it. Arif, should I have some money in Bitcoin? I don't know. I don't understand it. Do you like Bitcoin? Yeah. You know, it's pretty interesting. And they try to explain and I just hear, you know, Charlie Brown's teachers talking. Wow. And they go through the Bitcoin story and I go, okay, well, listen, if that's what you want to do, that's your money. I'm here for safety. For protection to get a reasonable rate of return. And by the way, in a fixed index annuity, liquidity is about 10% per year. So if you say, hey, listen, I'm okay with accessing 10% a year because the job of this money is to give me reasonable rates of return, but ready for this? When I'm ready to have a reasonable, reliable source of income that you can never outlive. If that is the job for some or part of your money, if that is the job for your th- this part of your account, then that's where it goes. Nobody says you should have all of your money in one product or one company or one basket. I think a diversification is nice. It's right. Right? For some people, the diversification would be a fixed index annuity and a savings account. It could be, uh, you know, some ETFs, mutual funds. And a fixed index annuity. That's fine. They have different jobs to do, right? One is the Ferrari or the sports car that has to get you to to Vegas and as quick as possible. And the other one, you're going to be helping to move boxes and big bulky things. And so you need the space. So they, they have different jobs to do. Different purposes that allow you the opportunity to grow your wealth. Right? So that's part of it. And I think part of what most people do is they they forget the fact that something like inflation is coming around the corner. Now, look, when inflation comes, here's the problem that most people don't realize. Your income has to go up. Because I am telling you, Social Security, even though it may, you know, I don't know, let's say it has a 4 or 5% you know, income increase. Guess what they're going to do to Medicare? They always do it. Because when inflation goes up, so does your medical costs. And so Medicare just raises their premium, surprise, it comes in the front door and goes out the back door. So you need income, and that's what the uh, good fixed index annuity does, is it allows you to increase income over time. Maybe every year, every couple of years, you get a 3%, 5 10% growth in income. And the income, believe it or not, never goes backwards. All right, so we see this as part of your, what's the job? Now, there are some that are better than others. I mean, we need to understand there's some cars that are better than other cars. There's some pens that are better than other pens. So what's the difference? Just because there's one product out there that you think might be the answer, you have to ask deeper questions. How long has the company been around? How long have they been uh, operating through these kinds of products and services? I need to know because if I'm a financial professional or if I'm a client and I'm both, then my job is to look at this account and say, can it deliver on what it's telling you it can deliver? Has it proven itself through the ups and downs of the markets of past? I don't know. Look, a lot of us cry, what is it, cry wolf, right? The little boy who cries wolf likes to see the, the dog's reaction. And then one day the townspeople, just nobody comes, right? The dog, no, nobody comes to his rescue. So I'm not sure if that's what's going on. Every time you turn around, everybody, oh, the stock market. That's it. It's next. It's going to be dropping, and then it doesn't. Now, eventually, a broken clock is correct twice a day, as they say. Well, I think eventually the people that say the market's going up or the market's going down or it's going to do this or it's going to do that, they're always going to be right sooner or later. All of that is is mildly interesting. Eh, isn't that eh, mildly interesting? You want to be in front of a television? You want to be in front of your computer screen during trading hours? That is a good thing for you? Wonderful. You go do that. What I don't want you to do is to think that you need to do that. At least get a a second opinion, right? For some of you, I'll do the math. It's not that difficult. I'll go through, I'll do the math, and I'll say, what are you trying to do with this money? Okay, let's take a look. All right, you know what? I like it. I wouldn't make any changes. Or, yep, we can help you. I think you've got some big holes here. And there's a problem. So if we fix it, we can fix it and and maybe make some changes. All right. Thanks, Eric. Because you and your family, when it comes to something like this big uh, inflation, now we know that's coming. There's no more crying wolf down that road. That is here. That's happening. So how does it impact you? Well, some things are going to go up a lot higher than others. I think you're going to have to be smarter with the way you spend your money. I don't think you're just going to or should do the same kind of spending that you did before. Right? I think you should consider where am I earning my money? What am I going to do with my life? You've heard me talk before. If part of your life is traveling, missions, trips, taking, uh, we have a gentleman who's a physician, is a client who who just retired recently. And he said, Arif, my whole life, I've always wanted to do some of the missions in third world countries. And now I can afford to do it. Right? My kids are grown. Of course, the student loans are paid off, but my kids are grown. I've saved money for my own retirement, my own life. And now I want to 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 give back to others. That's a great thing. But somebody has to pay for your airline ticket. You understand when you do these volunteer stuff, it's you. Somebody has to pay for your electric bill back home, even though you might be thinking, well, it's the electricity isn't on. It doesn't matter. Somebody still has to pay for the bill or the property taxes and on and on. So as these things occur, his passion happens to be helping others. You could be a teacher. You might have heard me talk about a gentleman who is a retired engineer from one of the big defense contractors. He moved. He said, "All right, here's what I'm going to do. I want to teach." So he makes, I don't know, 15 or 17 dollars an hour, not a not a killing, not a any kind of life-changing dollar figure. But what he does do is he has a pension, he has his old retirement accounts, we've put in some great products to give him a reasonable return, he's he's keeping up with inflation and then some. And here's what he's done, which is pretty incredible. He volunteers to help special needs kids. I mean, he's getting paid, but at $15 or $17 an hour for somebody that used to make the kind of money he made, it's basically volunteering. And he's in a position... He said, if my money's making money for me. My money's taking care of my life. My food, shelter, clothing is done. Now it's my turn. So I, I share that with you because it can be anything. You've heard me mention how important purpose is in retirement. In fact, I've taken entire shows to really go through and lay out why I think the purpose of your retirement is very important you can have one day a week you sleep in or two days a week you sleep in but the danger is sitting in front of that television the danger is sitting in front of that computer screen sleeping in until 11 or 12 staying up until 2 1 1 2 3 in the morning right you start you start messing with the 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 circadian rhythms of your life you start moving what your normal is surprise we have record number of bank of uh well bankruptcies too but record number of divorces for seniors We just had another one last week 38 years and I'm thinking guys didn't you figure all figure out all the problems by this time well I wanted to make sure my youngest had graduated I want to make sure that you know she had finished her her master's degree and, and then you know everybody was taken care of and then we just decided to split wow It seems like all the hard work is done. It's like running a marathon in the last 15 minutes or 15 yards. You go, you know what? I'm good. I'm done. I'll quit. So, wow, there's there's just a short bit to go, isn't there? So, there's a phenomenon happening. It's called the graying of divorce. The graying of divorce. Where seniors are getting separated in divorce in record numbers. And I think the reason is, like what we're seeing is the reason is simple. I think the reason is because we are seeing more and more people retiring without a purpose. More and more people are getting to the place where they do not think that life is worth living with the same partner. Right? They they say, "Oh, this person was there for a season. That was their job was to, you know, raise my kids and care for the house or His job was to provide for the family. I did other things. Now it's about me. And they'll leave and they'll say, okay, I'm done. You go, wow, really? Yep. A purpose. A purpose makes all the difference in the world, number one. Number two is I want you to think about where and how, where and how do you want to live? Because for many of you, you could be in a position to where you are ready to retire a lot sooner Right, and that what that means is simple. That means you could retire by living in a different place, taking the equity in your home, maybe downsizing, maybe being somebody in a position to where you say, uh, "Look, I don't need six cars anymore," or or my kids are finally my my twenty six year old kids are finally going to start paying for their own uh, way. Right, their their car, their insurance, their their health insurance, their food, their their cell phone. I'm gonna. They're lazy bum anyway. That's their job. Here, pay for it yourself. Some of you even pay for your kids' rent to get them out. Well, I think eventually there's a point in time when you say, I'm done paying off all these expenses, and I could actually live for me. Now, I want to put an asterisk. It's live for you and your spouse. Reconnect, travel, start a honeymoon all over again. Look in the mirror and say, look at what we've accomplished, right? We started this journey decades ago to one day have a family. We did that to, to one day save enough money. We did that to one day make a difference in the lives of those around us. We've been through ups and downs, you know, health wise. A lot of people have, it's just the way it is. Well, now, now the time is, is to enjoy each other and some people just separate, and ladies, let me share something with you. You might think you have a husband that's a son of a gun, and and maybe I would agree. I don't know. I haven't met him. But nearly, well, off the top of my head, every single person that I know of, clients, others that have separated, where the lady says the husband is, is this, this, and this, so she decides to leave him. I don't mean a guy who's cheating. I don't know just maybe he does eventually, but she just thinks he's a whatever kind of a person and done with him. And she just, those men land on their feet so quickly. There are women knocking at the door for a man in his sixties, late sixties and seventies. These guys are getting married in no time. It's shocking to me. Every single person I know, every client that I have that is in their sixties and seventies, when they, uh, they leave their wife, they're remarried. Now, I can't say the same about the women. I don't know that some some have remarried, some haven't. Maybe it's a personal choice. But I just bring that up because I'm thinking of a recent client where she said, this guy is a loser. He does this. He's a jerk, da, da, da. Um, and then at the end, he's remarried in 10 minutes, right? Uh, he has somebody, a high school flame. They meet online, somebody at the, the bridge club. I, I don't know. I always just find it interesting. You know, one person's as they say, one person's trash is another person's treasure. Could be uh could be the way they talk about their ex husband. We never see it. All right, guys. Hey, thanks for being with me. Triple eight ninety nine retire. That's eight 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 nine nine seven three eight four seven. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for being a part of our show. You can always reach out to us, give us a call. I want to hear about what's going on in your life. Maybe you have a question, maybe you have a concern. If it's something I can help you with, it would be my honor, and my pleasure. I'm Arif Halaby. This is The Total Financial Hour, your place for news, talk, and information. The Total Financial Hour. Thanks for being with me. Have a great day. Hour.
0: Now, higher income strategy. Learn from Arif Halaby. Learn about financial power. The Total Financial Hour. Now, Arif has a plan for. Come strategy, I'll retire comfortably. Thanks to Arab Halaby.
1: Now every dollar's got a job to do.
0: Uh Arab makes your